Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonnette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Rosie's Corner, CH Insurance, and our great friend Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community. Hey, if you've got a, a, an older you know, family member or friend who is trying to get a little bit simpler in life and all the rest, you know what? Maybe suggest Maple Down Senior Living Community to them. It's a great place to be. All your meals are included. Room service is included, and uh, it's just a great place, right? So you can Google a place for mom or uh, visit caring.com. My friend Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community can help you out at 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. Again, it's an awesome place to be. They have a movie room, a game room. They have uh, all your meals included, your room service included, your laundry included, a shuttle's included. Super safe, super secure, and uh, sometimes life a little too too hard, you know, when you get a little bit older. And uh, again, it's not assisted living, but they do have that assisted living on site if you need it. Maple Down Senior Living Community. Visit caring.com and my friend Courtney 
at Maple Down Senior Living Community. She can hook you up. Can't wait to talk to our next guest here on the ML Sports Platter. He is the president of JJT Media Group, an NFL insider for SportsNot.com, and his new book is out, Major Bookstores and Amazon.com. Go get it. It's called Coach Prime, Making of Men, and uh, obviously Deion Sanders taking the college sports world by storm, the college football world by storm, this year out in Boulder with the Colorado Buffaloes, and I am pleased to join, uh, be joined now by the author of this great book. It is John Jacques Taylor, and you can get him on Twitter at JJT underscore journalist, at JJT underscore journalist. Again, the author of Coach Prime, Making of Men, Amazon.com, and your nearby Barnes & Noble uh, availability is now. What's going on, my man? How are you? Congrats. Hey, thanks, dog. I appreciate that. So let's start right out out with this thing. I mean, so far, you know, with Deion Sanders' tenure, at Colorado, what do you think has been the high point, and what do you think's been the low point? And can anything get lower? Can anything get higher? I mean, I almost feel like he's exceeded expectations already. I mean, I, mean, I think if you if you look at the high point, it was probably the uh, win over uh, TCU on the road, first game, kind of issue a statement that uh, I have arrived, my program has arrived, uh, and we're not going anywhere, and you're gonna have to deal with us. And uh, even if we lose, we're not going to be an easy out. We're going to be able to make it happen. Um, I think the low point was shoot, man, uh, the other day. I mean, you blow a 29 nothing lead to a bad Stanford team, and um, that's going to um, that's going to to um, uh, you know that's going to linger. And so the thing about it is, they're off this weekend. Can they can they get over that? So I mean, I think you had. Uh, you know, highs and lows, a lot of highs and lows early on. Uh, they may have exceeded uh, fans' expectations or Vegas' expectations at three and a half wins, but uh, I don't think they've exceeded Dion's expectations because he always keeps them pretty high. And uh, I know that he thought they could get, uh, I don't know if he wants his number out there. He thought they could get a lot more than four wins this year. Do you think he's going to stay in Boulder? I mean, he, he's noted that he loves it there. He wants to stay there. He wants to build, you know, this empire there. But let's be honest, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be come, you know, coming to him and calling him real soon. Do you think he stays? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, there's, there's no number you can pay him that changes his lifestyle. I mean, he's already making, he's already got plenty of money. Uh, he's making a ton of money off the field, on the field. Um, so money is not a motivator for him. Um, he likes uh, challenges. Colorado is certainly a challenge. And as long as the administration will kind of let it, leave him alone and let him do what he do, then uh, I would expect him to be there. Because, um, again, he's not a guy uh, who, who chases money and, and chases things. Uh, so, you know, the, the lure of some other job I don't think is, a, is an appeal to him. Uh, as long as he's happy and as long as Colorado, uh, you know, does what they continue to do from an administrative standpoint, I think he'll stay in Colorado. So what do you want people to say about Deion Sanders after they get done reading this book? Uh, you know, it's interesting you, you ask it that way because I told him a couple times uh, during the process, it ain't for me to say whether you're a good dude or a bad dude or a good coach or a bad coach. It's for me to lay out the situation at Jackson State, lay out your approach to coaching, lay out your approach to dealing with young people provide tangible evidence 
that that matches your words and your deeds and let people draw their own conclusions. Um, when you have iconic people who are who fall into the love or hate category, you know, Stephen A. Smith, you ain't changing nobody's mind about them by talking about it. I, all I do is present the facts and lay out the case for uh, how he goes about his business, which I think is cool. And then uh, it's up to every individual to figure out how they get down with that. Give me your favorite Deion Sanders story. Uh, you know, really the thing, I'll tell you what moved me the most was uh, I was talking, for whatever reason, I talked to two or three people in one day. And each of them had said what a profound effect Deion had had on their life. One of them was a coach and a couple of them were players. And so I had finished those, you know, those little series of conversations I had had and I was walking back into the building and it was really one of the few times I found him alone outside the building. Uh, normally he was in his office or, you know, talking to somebody to do something. He, this time he just happened to be sitting outside on some benches, uh, benches they had outside uh, the uh, facility leading to the practice field. And so he was really just kind of chilling. And I walked up to him and said, Doug, you're doing some good work around here, man. Hmm. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I told him, uh, because these were stories that he hadn't even heard, because, you know, sometimes you can affect somebody's life, and it's a big deal to them, but to you, you're just going about your regular daily business, so it doesn't really have an effect on you. And at that point, he said, oh, well, if you think that was cool, then you should come check out my meeting today. He said, I, said, I have a meeting with a group of guys at 3 o'clock every Thursday. You should come check that out. And so I went, and that's when uh, I found out that he was meeting with guys, you know, that, you know, uh, they were dealing with anxiety or depression or lack, lack of confidence. And he was using those meetings to kind of boost them up. And I spent a lot of time talking about that. I uh, devote a whole chapter to it in the book. And to me, that's the most moving thing because uh, it speaks to kind of who he is as a person. And when you think about it, a lot of coaches may do that in terms of, hey, we, we need something for these guys, or they assign a, a counselor to do it, or they assign an assistant coach to do it. But not many head coaches, I think, take an hour, hour and a half out of their schedule every on a set day of the week to meet with some guys, some of whom were stars, some of whom were role players, some of whom didn't play at all. Uh, and talk to those guys about how they can deal with the things that were uh, affecting them off the field. Well, the book is Coach Prime, Making of Men. Make sure you go get it online where books are sold in your nearby uh, bookstores, including Barnes & Noble, an exclusive insider account with unprecedented access to Deion Sanders and his players. The author is with us, also happens to be the president of JJT Media Group and an NFL insider as well, uh, at JJT underscore journalist, John Jacques Taylor uh, here on the ML Sports Platter. I, I've interviewed a, a, a ton of people through my time, 25 years in sports media, uh, you know, Hall of Famers and, you know, best-selling authors and huge folks like yourself uh, in the industry, but I've never been around him. I've never interviewed Dion, um, but I, I would love to someday and, and just kind of learn about, you know, him and, and, and just, God, I used to love watching him play when I was a kid and the <laughs> it, the pick sixes and the dances and the whole thing with the you know the arm behind his neck and uh, oh my gosh he was just such a thrill. Um, but the the story that I loved the most was Rich Rich Eisen I think told it on on his show where um, you know I think it was the Hall of Fame ceremony this past year and Dion was supposed to be there and speak and all that and and he was coaching or maybe it was a couple years ago or it, maybe it was even his induction I think it was 
uh, something for his induction. But either way, it was Hall of Fame related and Dion had to be there. And he was coaching youth football at the time and they literally moved, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, JJT, but they, they moved the whole thing because Dion said, no, no, I, I got practice, man. I, I can't be there. You're, you're going to have to move the time. And sure enough, he shows up with his whistle around his neck. Like he is real deal, right? I mean, that, those are real stories with this guy. Yeah. They're not, uh, you know, I, I've, um, I've told people that for years in terms of his commitment to coaching and, and why it's important to him. And I use the example of, uh, my son went to his football camp when he was a little dude, mm-hmm. probably about eight. And uh, the thing about it is uh, I'd drop him off in the morning about 6.30 and I'd talk to uh, Dion. I'd go in and talk to Dion for a couple minutes, talk to Kevin Masters, who's on his staff right now, talk to uh, Andre Hart, who's on his staff right now, because all those guys coach youth football with him. And, you know, I'd go drop my kid off, go do my thing, go work, uh, pick my kid up around 6 o'clock and guess who was still there? I go in and pick up and talk to Dion and talk to Andre Hart and talk to Kevin Mathis, a couple other guys. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dion was driving at least an hour and some change every morning to be there because he lived far north and the camp was far south. And Mm -hmm. so if you think about it, he's leaving his house at 530 to get there. He's spending all day there. And then he's leaving at 630, 7 o'clock at night and doing it again. And he did this all summer. And so I tell people this was not, you know, most times we have a celebrity or a star athlete at a camp. They show up about 10 o'clock, they stay for a couple hours, and then they let other people run it. That was never his deal. And so it was always important to him to be hands-on and touch things. And uh, that's why him being a coach uh, was never really a surprise. It was just a matter of would he ever get an opportunity where he could be the head coach right away as opposed to an assistant. You know, there's great players in the NFL at every position. I mean, there's Micah Parsons, there's, you know, Justin Jefferson, there's uh, Aaron Donald, TJ Watt. There's a bunch. There's there's awesome players, but it's a quarterback league first, and everybody always, right out of the chute, it's got to find a franchise quarterback, got to get that Mahomes, that Allen, that Herbert, that Lamar, that Jalen Hurts, you know, and on and on and on it goes. And, you know, Brock Purdy, is it more the system or is it Purdy? I The quarterback talk is always what we lead with. But when Dion was in his prime, no pun intended, he was a superstar. He was as big as a quarterback. He was probably bigger than quarterbacks. He made it cool to be in the secondary and to be a punt returner and a kick returner. He was flashy. He was that dude. Do you think we're ever going to get to a time where that can happen again, where a non-quarterback position, and I don't even mean really receiver, but like, you know, a way off the, the way off the tracks kind of guy, right? In other words, somebody who doesn't have the ball in his hands all the time, like a QB or a receiver. Do you think that we're ever going to get to a point where it's like that again, where Dion, a corner, a punt returner, a kick returner, was as big or bigger than the quarterback position in the NFL? Uh, yeah, I think, you can, I think you'll have that again. But, you know, the difference is, and I was talking to somebody about this probably a half an hour ago, um, like, Tyreek Hill could be that kind of player because he's that kind of talent. The thing that separates Dion is there's very few people have that talent, that super uber talent, yeah. and combine it with a super uber charismatic personality. Sure. That's the difference. So you can have guys who have a great personality, but they don't have the talent. Or you can have guys who have talent, and they got a great personality, but they don't have this charismatic personality like Dion has. I mean, he's a uh, he's a unicorn, man. It's just, and, you know, the problem with hiring him is 
and this is, and I don't even know if problem is the right word, is once he leaves, for whatever reason, you retire, you go find another job, whatever, you can't replicate it when you bring in whoever you bring in because you can replicate physically the stuff that he does, but the charisma part, the part that really sets the program off, the part that makes all the cameras want to follow him and follow his program, be it a 60 Minutes camera or be it local cameras or be it celebrity cameras, those things don't translate because the new coach don't have the personality. They don't have that charismatic it factor that he has, and only a handful of people have it, man. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I'm wondering... If the Pac-12, I know why they did it. They did it like everybody else did it because their their contract was up this year and the whole conference just like imploded and people are going all over the place. Schools, ADs, you know, they want the money. I get it. USC, UCLA, the Big Ten. Everybody's going all over the place. But had they waited for their TV contract, Dion comes to Boulder, Colorado takes hold of college football, You've got Caleb Williams, you got Penix Jr., you got huge brands with USC, Oregon, Washington, you have Bo Nix, you have probably five or six quarterbacks taken in the first 20-25 picks. Shador's going to be an NFL player probably down the line as well. Shiloh probably will get drafted at some point as well, both of Dion's kids. All of these big brands, the rivalries, the competition, the national championship contenders, the brand that is now Buffalo, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes again, Dion, the most charismatic guy in the conference. What could they have done from a TV perspective with the impact of Dion? I mean, could could it have gotten up to the Big Ten numbers, the 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 SEC numbers, in your opinion, JJT? What do you think? No, I don't think they could have gotten to those numbers, but they could have gotten more than they more than they were offered, and they would have had a much. I mean, the league is a really good league this year because they got quarterbacks. It's a great league, and uh, they got some personalities, and uh, it uh, they moved too soon. And, uh, you know, I think right now they just have a lot of regret individually, especially the people who could see what it could have been had they been able to have a little foresight or have some patience. Uh, But, you know, man, that's kind of how it goes. Uh, But there's no doubt that it would have been – I mean, look at the numbers that they're drawing. And the league is good this year. Because why? They got a bunch of good quarterbacks, which means you got a bunch of good teams. And you got a bunch of good offenses. You got a bunch of exciting football. And so, I mean, if you got to go out, I got to tell you, this is the way to go out. Uh, last year, the Pac-12, I mean, it's a phenomenal season this year. Yeah, it's it's so exciting. I thought Oregon-Washington was the best game of the season, without a doubt. In closing, why don't you share some uh, thoughts for my listeners? Uh, what, what's JJT Media Group all about? What's it represent for people that don't know? Oh, well, I mean, basically, I created the JJT Media Group because I was tired of getting laid off. I uh, got laid off three times in four years from a, uh, from ESPN, uh, from a local uh, NBC affiliate, and uh, media baby <laughs> radio show, my daily radio show on ESPN. So I decided yeah. the one way to make sure I never got laid off again was to start my own company. And Bingo. so, yep. because I've been doing this a long time, you know, I do. I have a lot of varied clients. Like I do some writing for Anscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, which used to be the undefeated wrote a story on Micah Parsons today I work for do some work for Sports Not which is a uh, website that covers the NFL uh, I write books uh, I've got some clients where I tell their personal business stories and so I like to tell my potential clients whatever you need written we can do it it's just a matter of what you want done uh, but I like telling stories, and so I tell the stories a lot for businesses yeah. and uh, file 501Cs, C3 companies, and uh, nonprofits uh, to get their story out there and help get their story told because ultimately everybody's got a story. Uh, 
you just need somebody to help you tell it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, dynamic public speaker, leadership, motivation, handling adversity, covering the Cowboys and Rangers in the Lone Star State for decades as well. And hey, how about the resume, man? 25 Super Bowls covered, two World Series, two NBA Finals, a Stanley Cup Finals, and uh, the Olympics in Vancouver in 2010, and a million sports moments. And oh, by the way, we're having him on the ML Sports Platter here the president of JJT Media Group. He's Jean-Jacques Taylor. He's the author of a brand new book. You got to go get it. Amazon.com and online, other uh, online platforms where books are sold in your nearby bookstores like Barnes & Noble. It's called Coach Prime, Making of Men, the amazing Deion Sanders and his impact in college football right now at Colorado. Thanks so much, uh, Jean. I really appreciate this. Good luck uh, the rest of the way, and we'll hopefully chat down the line as college football continues to get more interesting by the week. We'll talk about your Buckeyes sometime, all right? Anytime, my friend. We got a big one with Penn State this week. This is Joe Convertino Jr. at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork, and it's what we strive toward every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU! We're in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.